humble obedience. He remembers the righteousness that we offer unto him. Glory be to God. He remembered when people lied on us. And the devil told us to fight back and to get violent and to cuss out people. And we denied our flesh and remained into position and into alignment with God. I want you to understand that God remembers your holiness. So when you get in trouble, hallelujah, the devil has no legal grounds over your life because you belong to God. Amen, amen, amen. Glory be to God on this blessed Monday morning. I hope all of you and your families are being safe out there. And also, I hope most importantly that all of you are seeking the things of God at a very high frequency and uh, endeavoring to establish a closer relationship with God through his son Jesus on a daily basis. Amen. As always, thank you so much for dropping by the Deliverance and Breakthrough channel. It is truly a blessing to uh, fellowship with you once again. And I thank God for those of you who uh, support the biblical truth that flows on this channel. I thank God for those of you who recognize the genuine spirit and the true gospel of Jesus Christ on this platform. And uh, I thank God for all of you, those of you who uh, drop by from time to time. And I thank God for your comments. I do read all of them. And it's truly a blessing to uh, experience genuine fellowship from other believers just as myself. For those of you who are seeking spiritual growth in the Lord. And uh, my prayer is that God would use this channel to talk to your heart, your mind, and your soul. And not just, uh, I just don't want to talk at you, but I really want to talk to you and uh, put you in a position of spiritual growth and deliverance through the Spirit of God. Amen. Um, lastly, I want to encourage those of you who are on the battlefield of the Lord, wherever God has placed you, rather God is using you in a ministry, um, social media platforms, rather you're passing out Bible tracts or helping the poor and those in need, um, wherever God has placed you, continue to press forward and allow God to use you. Through all the adversity, the distractions, spiritual warfare, circumstances, attacks of the enemy, uh, overcome all of that. And you can through the power of God working in your life. Um, it is true, the, those of us who are on the narrow path of holiness, it is a daily fight. It is a battle spiritually and naturally, but we must continue to press forward and uh, in the Lord. Uh, remember, our relationship with God is based upon His Spirit and not our emotions and how we feel. Amen. So be encouraged um, on that. Um, there is a, excuse me, there is a word from the Lord that I want to uh, speak or transmit into your Life. Uh, this has been in my spirit for quite some time now, and I thank God for the release 
to be able to share this with you. There is an anointing upon me this morning to gently teach uh, this message. And as always, if this word is not for you, my prayer is that you would pray for those this word is for. Um, there's a scripture that I want to read before I begin to teach. And I'm going to be coming from the uh, book of Matthew chapter 15, verse 8 and verse 9. Again, I'm coming from Matthew chapter 15, verses 8 and 9. The scripture reads, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, uh, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Um, today, I want to share a prophetic dream with you that ties in with these two scriptures. Uh, today, I want to talk to you about uh, a form of godliness. I want to talk to you about that. It's a prophetic dream that really uh, gave evidence of a form of godliness. Um, Jesus really teaches an anointed message here. And Jesus really shines the light on this religious spirit. And there are several scriptures that I'm going to post in the description box that really uh, shines the light on the religious spirit. And Jesus talks about how, um, you know, there's a demographic of people that really acknowledges God with their, their mouth, but their heart is far away. And Jesus also talks about how uh, all that they do, they worship in vain. And I really want to really get into this now, um, let's get into the uh, dream. I had a dream a while back, and in this dream, there were a lot of what we call church people, religious people, and they were gathering for uh, seems to be a revival or this big, huge uh, uh, church conference. And they were so excited about going to church. They were so excited about the upcoming church service that was about to happen. And I remember all of the excitement that was in the atmosphere. And it was so many people who were fellowshipping and talking amongst each other as they waited for the services to begin. Now, that was the first part of the uh, dream. Now, then it transitioned into the same people who at one point was happy to go to church and to hear the message at this revival or this conference. In the next scene, it transitioned into them talking about the sin and the wickedness that they were going to be doing. And these people were so excited about committing sin and wickedness. So on one end, they were going to church, and on the other end, they were excited about going to uh, commit sin and rebellion and to please their flesh with the sinful pleasures of this world. This dream was very 
was very uh, clear and evident that there is a group of people there is and my target is to really go after those people who will come across this content who are religious and they're living comfortable in sin excuse me these are the people that i really want to teach this morning um i'm fully aware that there are people who will come across this content they uh, listen to lots of spiritual content but they're comfortable in sin there are people who go to a sunday pew consistently and habitually they go to bible study and they're living comfortable in sin there's people who go to every conference every uh, popular conference and they're living in sin there are some people who will travel all over the world to listen to these uh, very um, popular bishops and prophets and they're living comfortable in sin and there's also in this dream there were preachers also pastors and preachers who were uh, living in sin also but they were very consistent in coming to church there are pastors who preach the gospel all over the place and they're living in sin there's prophets who prophesy they teach and they're living in sin there's teachers evangelists and there's apostles uh, people who are in ministry but when they leave those platforms they have no interest in living a holy life unto the lord and there's some people who love to go to a sunday pew but they have no interest in praying they have no interest in 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 really diving deep into god's word they have no interest in denying their flesh because they're religious and jesus really goes after this religious spirit and there's another scripture that talks about be doers of the word and not hearers deceiving your own self now as i grow older in the lord i now understand the in-depthness of that scripture well someone may say well how do they deceive themselves people who are hearers of the word and not doers they are religious they understand religion but not relationship they deceive themselves because they believe that they're in position with god and they're not and their name is not written in the book of life so at that point they're deceiving their own selves there are people who believe that church attendance and sitting on a pew or preaching or teaching is is enough to keep them in position with god while they reject and turn a deaf ear to holiness and righteousness they are deceiving themselves and there's another scripture that talks about there's a a a a target of people who have a form of godliness on the exterior but they deny the power do you want to know what the power is the power is having a relationship with god through his son jesus striving for holiness striving to live a life that is pleasing unto the lord several scriptures that shine the light on the religious spirit now i really want to 
lock in or hone in because I'm fully aware that there are people just as myself and many others who love God. There are so many of you, you you have overcame and cast out that religious spirit. You love God. You repent when you're wrong. You allow God to deal with you. You are beginning to hate the, the things that God hates. Many of you are growing. You pray. You spend time with God as much as you can. You study God's word. You love ministry. You love uh, reaching the lost. And I thank God for you. And I pray that many of you who understand relationship and not religion, that you would pray for these people who are truly lost. And this dream shows you the deception and the delusion that many people live in. And I was talking to this uh, with my wife, and we just pretty, pretty much talked about this pretty much for all weekend long, uh, particularly um, when we had free moments just to kind of talk and, 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 get, a, and get a breather. Um, I wonder why do people who have no interest in holiness, why are they so consistent and persistent with going to a Sunday pew? This is the deception. I want you to begin to understand how dangerous the religious spirit is. It's extremely dangerous, and I really begin to sense in my spirit that the false church, the religious system, has now become a golden calf of idolatry. Wow, unbelievable. Let me say it again. Yes, it is true. The Sunday pew for many people is idolatry. Now, I'm going to tell you how. There are people who will consistently go to a Sunday pew in a religious building. Habitually, consistently, they will put all of their time and effort in going to a Sunday pew or a religious building. But they will not surrender to holiness. They will not spend intimate time with God. They have no prayer life. No biblical study, no fasting. They have no passion when it comes to living holy or even acknowledging God. But they will go to that building habitually and consistently while still holding on to the sinful pleasures of this world. People, the religious spirit is dangerous. And this dream shines the light on people who love going to church, but they don't love God. At their point, it is a golden calf of idolatry. Yes, a Sunday pew is idolatry for some people because they put the Sunday pew above God. They put preaching all over the world above God. These are people who will acknowledge everything that has to do with religion. But they won't connect to God in a relationship. Excuse me. They will not connect to God in a relationship. They'll, they'll, you know, and Jesus acknowledges that. There's people 
who acknowledge God with their mouth, but not their heart. And it's in vain. Jesus says, in vain they worship me. Well, somebody might say, well, what do you mean in vain? Because if I go to a religious service and talk about God with my mouth and he's truly not in my heart because of how I live, it's in vain. Because there are people who went to 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 church every Sunday and they died in sin. Everything they did was in vain. There's pastors who are no longer living who preached and pastored. They preached all over the place. They prophesied. And they taught, but they died not having a relationship with God. It's in vain. All of it. It's in vain. And I want you to begin to understand. Satan does not care about people going to a Sunday pew. And I'm going to tell you why. As long as their lives remain the same in sin, Satan already has them. He already has them. And he knows it. He knows it. He has them. He doesn't care. The enemy has no issue with people going to a Sunday pew habitually. As long as they still go home and still be the same person that they've been of sin. Go to a Sunday pew, but they go home and they're horrible husbands, horrible wives. They walk in no love, but they go to a Sunday pew. They show, there are some people who show no love as a parent, but they go to a Sunday pew. There are some people who consistently Engage in sexual immorality. They, some of them have no conviction, but they'll go to a Sunday pew. There's people who, who they have a very nasty attitude, very angry, very bitter and racist, but they'll go to a Sunday pew habitually. There are, there are people who are like this. And let me go a little deeper. There are some people who are nice people. They don't bother people. They're faithful in their marriage. They treat they, their kids well. They pay the bills. They go to work. But they don't have a relationship with God. There are some people who are very nice. And they haven't repented. There are some people who don't struggle with sexual immorality. But they don't have a relationship with God. There are nice people in hell. Even now. And you want to know why they're there? Because they didn't have a relationship with God. They did not repent. People, because, you know, there's this perception that people who who have a form of godliness are wretched and sinful and just rude. There's some people who are nice and very hospitable. They just don't have a relationship with God. But they'll go to a Sunday pew. I am against that religious spirit. There is a part of me that just detests and I literally hate 
the religious spirit because it separates people from God. And these people in this dream were so excited to go to a Sunday pew service, but they had no interest in living holy. And I want to tell you something about the false church of the religious system, because it is. It is a hamster wheel of religion. And I thank God for delivering me and my family from this religious show. I'm so glad. The religious system, Satan gave man an idea to create a religious system of four walls to separate people from God and to lead them on the broad path to separation from God and hell. He knows it. He knows it. There are several mega religious systems of bishops and prophets and pastors who preach all over this world. And it's in vain because they have no relationship with God. And I've seen this. And I remember being a part of the religious system several years ago. And I remember there was this undertone or this perception from some people. Again, I've come across people who truly love God. There's people who go to church who genuinely love God. There's pastors who love God and they love people. And there are some people who love genuine fellowship. And there's people who pray and live holy. I'm fully aware of that. So I remember being um, whole for a moment. <clears throat> Excuse me. I remember being uh, a part of a religious system and there was this undertone or this undertone that I would get from people to where it was almost like, how dare you actually want to live holy? How dare you talk about God with so much passion after church? And there was this undertone from certain people that we just come here to to get our religious fix. We're not trying to live this. We're actually not trying to be holy. And there was this perception that you're you're taking this God thing too far. People who were holy, who were striving to draw closer to God, know what I mean. Because I'm sure that some of you have experienced this to where if you actually go to a so-called church and try to live holy, it's almost like they want to run you out of there. But these are the same people who are obsessed with a Sunday pew. And this is what Jesus talks about. They draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, but their heart is far away. How is their heart far away? Because they don't try to establish a relationship with God in their heart. They're just offering lip service. And it's all in vain. All of it, it's in vain. It means nothing. Because there are some people, they like 
talking about God on their social media platforms while they're living comfortable in sin. And we understand that God is love. He loves us very much. And deliverance is available right now to those who seek it. You can be delivered from the religious spirit. You can be set free from the religious spirit right now if you want to be free. But this dream really locked in on that religious spirit. People who love church, but they reject God. There's pastors. Oh, they love to preach, but they reject God. How? They reject God in holiness. Religion to some people is like a drug. They have to have it. They got to get that, that Bible study fixed. They got to get that next hit of a Sunday service while they reject holiness. The religious spirit is extremely dangerous. Because there are a lot of people who will be rejected by God because they didn't have a relationship. And I often wonder, how can we go to a place that's called a church to where God is supposed to be the foundation? And there are just some people who go to this, these churches but they ignore God in their heart. The delusion and the deception is real. This is why the Bible talks about be doers of the word and not hearers, deceiving your own selves. These people are deceiving themselves into thinking that they're okay because they go to church. But they have rejected God's plan of salvation. But I remember there was an undertone of people who would make those who genuinely love God, they made them feel like, how dare you try to live holy? How dare you talk about God? And these were the same people who went to the so-called church. That Pharisee spirit. I remember talking to, in my younger years of ministry and salvation there was a particular pastor who uh, I was just now coming up in ministry learning the ways of faith and learning how to operate in uh, my calling and every now and then I would talk to this pastor after church and I remember how grimacing his face would get he would almost begin to manifest just demonically manifest each time I wanted to talk about God. But this was the same person that was preaching and and, and, and preaching with so much passion and teaching and, and stuff. But it goes to show you that there are some people that from the public point of view, they love to talk about God in public, but in private, in intimate parts, they have no interest it is that religious spirit. And there are so many people who are headed down that path of destruction and eternal separation from God because of this religious spirit.
Now, I want to take you deeper into my life. And this dream is so evident. They, they, they love they love the Sunday pew, but they hate God. People, if you ever want to know who is of God and who is not, watch their lifestyle. That tells you. It tells you. And I remember growing up seeing people even within my own family. I remember seeing how excited they were to go to church on Sunday. Oh, they just loved it. They had so much excitement to go to a Sunday service. But their lifestyle showed zero evidence of salvation. We understand God can change anyone. We understand that deliverance is available right now to those who want it. But I say that to say, I often, even now that I look back, I wonder why? Why were you so eager and so hungry to go to a building and you had zero interest in living holy? Why? And when I look back, it took so much time to wake up Sunday morning, get dressed, drive to church, go into the church, find a seat, go to the pulpit if you was a, uh, in ministry, to fellowship, to sing and to shout and to do all of that and to truly have no relationship with God, go home. Do it again on Wednesday. Go to prayer meeting. Go to Bible study. Go to every choir singing. And have zero interest in living holy. Why? Because it's in vain. Separation from God and eternal destruction isn't worth it. But there's people who are praise dancers. But they live in sin. There's people who sing on the choir and sing praises unto the Lord with their mouth, but their heart is far away from a relationship with God because there's so much lip service that leads to spiritual failure.